Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, graphic designer, as well as a branding consultant and strategist. So that has been hard to say. Um, And I'm going to talk about that process today because I have, you know, when you have your lingo, you have your lingo. So guys, thank you so much for listening today. And so happy Friday. I wanted to talk a little bit about something that a lesson, a valuable, valuable lesson that I learned over the past couple of weeks about myself, about my career, and about where I want to be in the position that I want to be. And so I hope that this helps you. But first, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go and visit my website at www.tamlovestowrite.com. I also want you to follow me on Instagram, tamlovestowrite39. Follow me on Twitter at tamlovestowrite. And I also want you to follow me on Facebook, Tam Loves to Write. So I want to talk about positioning even when you are scared. Um, I, I like to believe that I am a great graphic designer. Can I say that? I just, I just believe it, right? Because I can take your vision and turn it into what you want. Um, I've done a lot of logos. I probably did about over 20. Um, and I know that doesn't make me the, the, the brand expert. And whenever I'm in a business meeting with someone and I'm just simply doing the logo, I think of a strategy. I think of the loopholes in the person's brand. And I had a coaching session. So even though I am in school, I pay for other classes. Um, and one of the reasons I pay for other classes is because I want to be good. I want to be more than good. I want to be great. But I also want to be the person that is the expert. And one of the things that I discovered was I had my coaching session. He said, you need to position yourself. And I said, well, I think he said, no, you're an author. You're a blogger. You're a website designer as well as a publishing consultant, but don't you never stress that you are a graphic designer. You never stress that you are a branding strat- consultant and strategist. So I am very good at brand strategy for other people, <laughs> right? And even myself, because I had to strategize for myself because I had no monies back in the day. I was broke, <laughs> right? And so in order to position myself, I had to learn everything from the ground up. And so if you Google my name, you see me positioning myself because in this business, you have to, especially being an author, you have to position yourself. So I had to step outside of a lot of boxes and a lot of comfort zones and a lot of things and do things that I would never normally do like podcasting. Because I stutter, right? I have a speech impediment. So that always makes it hard. And as I was, you know, speaking with my coach, he said something that was very powerful about brand strategy. He says, but you got it. And I understand that the the vision is bigger. Um, A lot of times when I am talking to people, I talk about what can help them make them better. Because here's the thing, guys, in this business, a lot of people want the, the attention to be on them. 
They want to tell you what they what you want. They want to tell you what you need. And my coach made me figure it out. He never said to Mara, this is what you need to do. What he said was, aren't you more than that? He asked a lot of probing questions and it opened my eyes that he was strategizing a brand for me. He was helping me to position myself. And how many times in life had you just, you had to find your position? Like real talk, you had to find where you needed to be placed at because you were all over the place. And you needed somebody to tell you, sit your ass down and figure out your spot. Right? Because we're in a social media, everybody is boss babe, everybody got their ish together, and we want to be all over the place. We want to be all over and say, girl, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, I did this. But you're just, you're just swimming. I'm a Pisces, so I know that I can swim upstream and downstream, right? That's just who I am. So I needed to get centered. And he said, you, when you're ready, you're going to change the, the amount of money you make by being positioning as an expert in what you know you are good at. What is Tamara good at? What is it that you want to give the world? And so that's the question that I want to let, ask my listeners today. We all are good at something, right? But sometimes, and most of the time, and 99% of the time, we are great at something. But sometimes, and that's not for all people, we want to follow the leader. And we are in competition so much with ourselves. Like real talk, we are in competition with ourselves that we cheat ourselves. And I know that's an aha moment, but I know that on many of occasions, I've been so busy being in competition with myself that I have cheated myself. I have been so busy being in competition with myself that I have discouraged myself. And, 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 and that scares people. On a regular basis, I've been so busy in competition with myself that I have discouraged myself. I have put myself at the bottom of the pole because I think I got it. And let me tell you how we discourage ourselves. We are so busy looking for perfection. We are afraid to share our authenticity of the flight and the struggles and the trauma and the drama. We want to let people see that we are pretty perfect. And and when you are trying to be pretty perfect, you lose your position. You lose your bearing. You lose yourself in the world of, I just got to, I got to win. And I've learned that I'd rather lose to win. I haven't posted on social media. I've been really focusing on school. I've been focusing and people are saying, well, your name, but my name really isn't because I do my, my blogging and I do my podcast and I do a lot of things behind the scenes. Um, people said to me, so I, I shared this with my, my teacher and, 
and my coach. And I said, you know, someone said to me, Tamara, we love you because you make us look good. And I was like, what does that mean? Because I want to shine. And he said, but that is your job. That is what you're great at. You know how to make people look good. You understand, because I look at things from a strategic eye, right? I look at, you know what? We need to elevate our game. We need to elevate ourselves. We need to make things better because if we are standing in the same position that we were before, we're not going to win, right? Sometimes when I'm working with different clients and we're doing mock interviews, I say to people, what do your people want? Do you have a clue what they want? And do you know what you want? Because in order to know what your people want, you got to know what you want. And on the journey of self-discovery and training season, I realized there's a lot of things that I didn't want. And when I don't want it, I don't take care of it as well. I don't honor it. We don't honor it when we don't take care of it. And when we're just doing it to prove ourselves to other people, when we're doing it to prove ourselves, prove to ourselves that we are greatness, because there is some, there is some, some insecurities that are telling us that we're not, or there's some losses that are saying, uh-uh, you shouldn't be doing this right now. I realized then that I had to position myself and maybe I'm spreading myself too thin. Maybe I am accepting less than what I really deserve. And sometimes, no, real talk all the time, <laughs> it, will t- it will play on your mental. When you are settling for less, when you are accepting anything but what you deserve, whether it be financially, whether it be spiritually, whether it be emotionally, whether it be in love, On too many occasions, we sit back and accept what we do not deserve. On too many occasions, we go into um, defend mode and we are defending our honor against ourselves. Let's not even talk about the peoples, right? Because peoples are peoples. We are defending our honor against ourselves. I do it every day. I I was like, one day I spread myself so thin that I had a headache for like five days straight because I felt like I had to meet the needs and the positions of everybody in life. I was answering every call and people be like, yo, where you at? Yo, I need you. And I realized that they didn't even realize that I was drained and tired and I need me. Position yourself to work smarter. And not just hard. It's great to work hard. I think that that is one of the attributes that I have. That I am a damn hard worker. That I'm going to give you the best that I got. But in in return, if I'm not getting the best from my clients, if you are expecting all of me and not giving me any of you, you're going to lose. I'm going to lose. Because you lose your sanity when you're not positioning yourself. So I had to position myself. And I know it seems like a long rant, but it's really not because there's a method to my madness. In positioning yourself for your greatness, it does start with the vision. Um, a lot of people do vision boards. A lot of people do the things. But it also take. I also believe that you have to allow yourself to say, 
I'm not going to feed every hand. So the things that I do work on is I do work on branding and the strategic strategies of branding and strategy, because I think that once you know your strategy, once you know you can handle your brand, you can handle the strategy and we, and it's not to critique and to, and to make people feel bad, but I can see loopholes. I usually can always tell in a business and that's from a young lady from being in high school, I would be like, well, that's not working because X, Y, and Z is missing. Let's build a strategy about how we can fix X, Y, and Z, because I think that if we tackle X, Y, and Z, which is our problem zones, I'm not afraid to say what is a weakness. Even for me, I'm not afraid to say this is my weakness. I'm not afraid to say that this is my failures. I'm not afraid that if, if, if it's a failure, I'm willing to accept it. And I say that so openly and honestly to people because so many people are not accepting their faults and their authenticity and the fact that they're not perfect. They don't have all their shit together because we don't. And it's okay. But if you don't position yourself and know your authenticity, I, you, like even when I'm building my brand, I'm just like, listen, I'm a mess. To tur- I am a mess. And every day I'm taking my life and turning it into a masterpiece. Right. I understand that better than anybody in the world. But what I also understood was too recently and for the past few months, I have been all over the place. That's why I had to focus on school. School has actually disciplined me to focus on it more than I focus on anything else, meaning I don't neglect my clients. But I was not centered and I needed something to center me. I needed to say, well, I need to put a lot of attention into this. And I told this to um, a client the other day. I can't be good for you if I'm not better for me. So let me say that again. I cannot be good for you if I'm not better for me. And and I want to give my clients and I want to give my family members and my children the very best of me. But I got to be good for me. I got to be on point for Tamara P. Brown. And I say that to y'all because... I see too many times and I've seen it in my own personal family where we've given so much of ourselves that we fall off. See, we can give everything to everybody, but if we're not in position. See, it's great to be a giver. I think that giving is one of the things that I love to do, but you can't give what you don't have. You can't give what is broken. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? You can't give you can't give people anything that you don't have. Um, and it was like kind of the aha moment when I was thinking of the person that I love the most. I love my children, so I have to give them all of my energy and time. And I love Lloyd, but I have to give I can't give him the very best of me. And it has shown. Because what happens is, is that when you can't give people the best of you, somebody is going to eventually turn to dislike you. And it's okay to be honest and say, listen, at this very moment, I'm not at the very best of me right now. At this very moment, I am broke, lonely, angry, and horny. And right now I'm focusing on my career. I want you. 
there's there's a song that um Jay-Z does and it's called Lost Ones. And it was at a time and you could tell that was in between him and Beyonce and she had to she was choosing her career over him. And he was like, you know, if I was her and she was me, I would choose my career too. He didn't say it in those words, guys. I know it was more, you know, but sometimes we'll lose we'll lose one because we're not prepared. And we're not, and at the point in our life, it's not in my position to be in a relationship. And as hard as that is to say, because I want um, love, I'm still trying to be better. I want to be positioned in a financial place. So uh, the challenge yesterday was to do the things that I wanted. So I drew up contracts, solid contracts for every client. It's just a straight, so I, and I, I did a statement of work and I did, a whole bunch of stuff for my business. Tam loves to design, um, creating and consulting outside the box. And I was like, I was so proud of myself because I was positioning myself. Now my contracts, my, my legal jargon and, uh, my kill fee clause. Cause I, folks ain't going to keep killing me and I'm not going to get a fee. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to kill myself and no longer not get a fee. It has to be a kill fee clause in there. Um, I talked, I've set rules and boundaries that every work that I do now going forward will require a deposit. That was hard for me because I wanted the client so bad. But at the end, I was, I was ending up broke. I was wanting the client so bad that I could say that I served this person that I was ending up broke. Ain't that such a hot mess? You can want the client, but if they're not paying on time, then you don't pay your you don't pay your people's on time, and you don't pay your rent on time, and you don't pay your bills on time. And the titles are great, but it's nothing sadder than being having a title and being broke as a joke. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I had to position myself, and that positioning meant that I had to say to people straight up and down, "Look, dude." I'm I'm in a position where I don't want to fail. So position yourself to win, but position yourself to know the steps that you have to take. Take the nece- take the necessary steps so the necessary doesn't have to occur. Yeah, I was listening to Jay Z this morning. Y'all know I love me some rap music. If you need to build a brand, build a brand. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you need to build your business, build your business. If you need to build yourself up to be the very best, take the time to do it. If it means, and that may mean in the process of positioning yourself to let some folk go, to let some things go. Don't hang out no more. If you got to give up, if you toting and smoking and you want that, that, <laughs> that job, you might have to put the weed down. Because you're positioning yourself, and when you're positioning yourself to be better so you can be good for others, not even great for others. I can't be good for you if I'm not better for me. And that's real talk. Too many people are being better for others and just good for them, and that's so unfair to you. I can't be good for you if I'm not better for me. I want to win too. And I want you to win because that's what my job is. That's what my responsibility is. That's my responsibility as a mom. But one, I'm not letting toxic people in. Number two, I'm not going to be toxic to you. It's why I give you the very best that I got in anything that I do. But 
when I start to lack and when things start to lack for me, I got to pull back because you have to. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to me this morning. I want each of y'all to give yourself the very best that you got. I want you to be better for you. Every step that you take, everything, make sure you make a plan and write it down and all that good stuff, vision board, however you do it. But in the back of your mind, remember this, you can be good. Don't be just good for you. Be better for you. Be great for you. Be amazing for you. Because if you're better for everybody else and only good to you, you're, giving, you're not giving yourself the, 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 the full potential that you deserve. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram at TamLovesToWrite39. Follow me on Twitter at TamLovesToWrite. <laughs> and also on Facebook, TamLovesToWrite. I want you to have a happy Friday and bye-bye. Hey, 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 world. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author and branding and visual strategist consultant so guys thank you so much for listening to me today and so I kind of shortened out all the names uh, and titles because as you know I'm doing graphic design but I also am studying branding and and visual design but I also can help so I changed my titles because I felt like I was taking up too much of my time on my podcast and I know it's only like 15 seconds but still you know we want to um brand differently and so I'm going to talk about that on Branding Tuesday so anyway guys I want to first thank you so much for listening to me and I also want you to do a couple of favors for me and I want to do it for you too number one follow me on Instagram at Tam Loves to Write 39 follow me on Twitter at Tam Loves to Write and listen if you on Pinterest because listen I am the Pinterest queen Follow me at Tam Loves to Write. I follow back. I really do. I love Pinterest. I learn so much and it has helped me and I get to share the information and blog. I'm also blogging on Medium. So guys, you know, you got to follow me. Thank you. And listen, I'm going to get on Snappity Chat. That's what I call it. Snappity Chat. Because you can snap and you can chappity chat. Anyway, (laughs) being goofy this morning. So Guys, I wanted to really talk about a couple of things, and it's about understanding, right? The power of understanding, the power of, and this for me has been about love because I'm trying to learn a little something about myself, and I want to help you understand what it is that sometimes things and roadblocks can make you love differently. Let me say it again. Things and people make you love differently. A lot of times we don't want to realize that and we don't want to hear that, but um, people in situations and past events and even the things that we've seen our parents go through and our friends and family be like, nope, I'm not loving like that. And so I um, got a letter a couple of weeks ago or, and I got this letter and I need to respond to it. So guys, I need your help. So especially for ladies, if you date somebody that's incarcerated or have in the past, I need y'all help. Now, anyway, so uh, he wrote this letter and he stated that, you know, I he knew that I was with somebody else and all of this good stuff that men say. And I was like, he don't even get it. It ain't even about him. It's about me. It's about me because I love in fear. And I don't know if that's healthy to love in fear. And a lot of us love in fear. A lot of us love in the fear that we ask ourselves out of love. Sometimes we push people away because we are afraid of 
the way the the end result and i and i and i can admit that for me i am afraid of the end result see if i get another buster i'm gonna bust somebody in the head i'm just joking i'm joking seriously y'all i'm joking <laughs> but i'm real I think that sometimes we 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 be like, nope, I'm not getting in this relationship. Nope, I'm not messing with this buster. Because if I give me another buster, somebody go get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna have to vaseline up my face, two braids, um, stretch pants, and a tight shirt to whip anuses. And 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 it's gonna devastate me. So we put on this thing on our heart and say, listen. Listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, listen, Pablo. Listen, listen, Roy. Listen, listen, uh, Lloyd. I can't, I can't get my heart hurt anymore. And a lot of that is because we've loved in the dark. We've loved in the dark. We've learned. We we've, we've seen some things. You ever listen? I lived in I lived in Brooklyn, New York, but I lived in East Harlem, and in East Harlem we lived in the tenement. So if y'all think about the Carter. Think about Tamara and her brother <laughs> living in the tenement. It was like New Jack City. Seriously. all It felt like it was Crackville, USA. You know? And everybody was on drugs there except for me and my brother and the younger kids. But there was people that it was just bad. But the one thing that was bad about it is, is that you hear Ben. So if y'all know what a Ben is, Ben is a rat. And so it lights to be off and you hear something... Scrap, you heard that scratch, right? You be like, no, nah, that's just to keep. That's the people outside. It teaches you how to fish in the dark. Like something right, turn on the lights, right? And when you turn on the lights, the bin would scatter. And that is how I feel about love. When it comes to loving the guy that I want to love, and I love Lloyd, and I, I've said this on so many occasions, I love him, but there's a miscommunication because I don't. <laughs> I'm not cheating with nobody. I'm che- and if I am, I think that what I'm cheating on is the hustle. Like, I'm a hustle. Chick, I got to have what I need, and I am determined to be successful. So when you're determined like that, your business takes up a lot of your time. Um, I am in school for graphic design. I take care of my son. I have to still take care of my family. Um, I am truly on the hustle, Right? I am grinding like nobody understands. Like, And I had to realize that I didn't give clear understanding to that. I said, I said it to him, but he didn't get it. And I think one of the reasons he didn't get it is because it's easier to accept that she's cheating on you with a dude in her career. And vice versa. It's easier for a woman to say, listen, he's cheating on me with this chick when it really is a career and it really women and men can really have an affair with their hustle and their success they looking at listen right now right now and right here i want to be successful so i don't have time to play games i don't have time to wait until the last minute for y'all to um lose right i i I, because i have a lot at stake i I, one number one is is age 
and time. So those are two things that I have at stake. Number number three is a lot of my time, I, I stayed home to take care of my son for a number of years. So now I'm just getting my, like Stella, getting my groove back as far as being a career woman. I was an author, but I couldn't push that the way I want to. So now that I have a little bit of freedom, now I have to go hard because my kids are getting grown. You know, they're getting older and it's not guaranteed that they're going to take care of mama. Not saying that my children won't, but I got to be responsible for me. And I and there's no there's nobody who, who has had my back like that. I've had friends that are good to me and, and let me say that. And people who have loved me on me and helped me. But in the real, real world, it was, t- it was T-double-O, nah, <laughs> it was Tammy B on her own. So when you know that you're on your own, you hustle different. You think different. You think this person, for me at least, I'm I'm not going to depend on Mr. or somebody that say when I get out to to build my to wait to build my future and then tend to you cuz I could possibly lose and I can't lose in this. Right now I have so much riding on whether or not I will make or break it and Sometimes people think that you're being mean and you're being cruel, but when it's about your career and it's between the corner of being on, being, you know, on food stamps or having a million dollar home, I'm aiming for the million dollar home. Sorry, partner. I like when I go to the store, I got money in my pocket. I like, I don't like that. I have to worry if a bill is going to get paid. So I'm sorry if if my my relationship is my career. And I know that I, I should be apologetic because they said it's lonely, but it's also lonely being broke. <laughs> and, you know, and that comes to another thing of, you know, a lot of that has to do with me. I need to really restructure. I had to restructure my whole business. Um, a lot of things I picked up on today. And I picked up on it in, over the week by having a coach. You know, sometimes we need life coaches, not the ones. And I mean, really good life coaches that really push you to be better and help you to at least map out what's wrong so you can fix it. And and my my business coach was like, you have to remap some things. You have to get stop fishing in the dark. And you have to be strategic, and you have to get laser focused. And it that's how um, branding and visual strategist um, consultant. Well, you know, I, I added that part, but um, um, I added a name to me because I needed that to say, Tamara, now you're focused, right? And the next thing I did was I drew up my contracts and then I'm working on my website because and my price list because I I am the person that will give and and that's I know I'm way off subject but I am and but it's different in love. So business like I'm ready to I'm ready. I'm ready. Like I'm vastly dub and I'm ready to go in and I'm going hard. But when it comes to love, I'm like I can't be boo the fool. I can't be nobody's boo. I can't be nobody's boo who's going to hurt me. And that is the, the 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 darkness that we don't have. T- I don't have tunnel vision in love. And I had a really great conversation with a friend. And I said, you know, I, I told her, I just do not have t- tunnel vision in love. 
I do not want to be in a marriage where we are unhappy, right? And I and I know what I want. I do not want to be in a marriage where he's so bored that like he, you know, everybody's creeping out on each other or where we can't have communication or where we hate we're just together. We you ever see think about um if anybody, I know some of y'all are younger than me and but if you've ever looked at in living color, I just want y'all to pull up this episode but we still together. And, and, you know, she got like, he sits down and she got a knife trying to stab him in the back. She tried to, you know, she hit him and she trying to kill him. I do not want that type of marriage. I do not want that type of unhappiness where it's for pretend, pretend. And we're married all these years, but we unhappy in these years. We haven't had fun and we haven't done the things that we love. And I, that scares me. Real talk. Um, that scares me, you know. Um, and I tell people that all the time that stop getting in these marriages because it looked good that you're married, you know, or it looks good that you're in a relationship. If all you're doing is looking good in the process of love, then you're failing yourself. You're failing yourself because I look good in a relationship. He look good. We Instagramming it. We Snapchatting it. We I. But then when the, the cameras turn off on your phones or the vacation is over or even on vacation, you're arguing all the time and you don't even like each other. We just together because of the kids. And um, I don't want that type of love. And I and I see that every day. Or I've, I've had people that I know. I don't say it to them, but I know that they're unhappy and in the marriage. So I, I just don't want to be in a, a relationship nor a marriage. And I want to be married. I want to be a wife, but I also want to be right. And I think that's another thing that in understanding and love, everybody got to be on one accord. And for me, that husband or that potential mister has to <laughs> has to really see that I'm growing, right? And so it's a different level for me. I'm a workaholic and I'm a solopreneur. So when you're a solopreneur right now, everything is on me. And you either gonna be a help or a hindrance and I and I will fire you if you're a hindrance. That's tough, but it's the truth. I know that because I've let people stop. I've let a, re- a past relationship stop my grind. And being quite honest, even though Lloyd didn't stop my grind, um, it, it caused tension because I would be like, well, I'm going to work. They caught me in the work and they need me in and I'm going to work because I need these hours because I got these babies who need school clothes. And he would be like, seriously, you're going to work an overnight? And I, it was he just got home. And I was like, seriously, yeah, man, I am. <laughs> I'm gonna get my life right, but I am. Because sometimes we stop our paper for love. And then he leaves. Like, see, I have to be realistic. I can't stop my unless we like you're gonna have to do some major proving. And I know too, I would have to majorly prove myself to someone. But in another breath, and I say this to people all the time, make sure, make sure you are ready. Because a lot of times we're not ready for a relationship. 
Sometimes we even fall out of love with the relationship because so many other things are going in our head. And especially for single mamas, we got to be so many people on any given Sunday. And I told somebody that. I was like, one day, I got to be. I got to be. No, I got to be so many things. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be so many things. You know, and I, I, I think that that's that's the issue. Too many people. I know y'all heard. Uh, I'm working while doing a podcast. <laughs> so see, and I have to multitask a lot, and and so I need. I I think I need a life coach. <laughs> A love coach to help me get through how I deal with things, how I deal with love, how I deal with relationships, because I I have a major fear. It's like I'm walking in the dark. So, and I don't know how many of you have feel that way. How many of you feel like you know what? I'm in the dark when it comes to love, because I know I do. Honey, I need a handbook, a tool, and you know. I I can't convince him that I'm not cheating that I'm not cheating, but I am cheating. I'm cheating on him with my career. It really is, you know. And I guess for me, that's a hard thing. And, and how many of you have cheated on your mate with your career? How many of you have put your career over your mate, or your potential mate, or just even over dating? Like, because I'm going to be honest, career is safe. Even with the highs and the lows and the losses and the crazy people that I deal with sometimes. I'd rather deal with that than to deal with uh, his ish. I can't. I can't. And, 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 I, and I put myself in bad, and, and, I, and I say that because it's safer. With love, I could lose it all. I could lose my mind. I could lose my sanity. I could lose myself. And so I got to protect me. And and I know a lot of people can relate to this because we get into relationships and we can, you know, we go cuckoo for the, um, <laughs> we go cuckoo for the pipe. And men, go, well, maybe not. And men go cuckoo for the cooch. So if you're going cuckoo for the pipe, Sometimes, and especially for me, poor me, I haven't had it in, what, 13 years? I'm going cuckoo. I already know. So if you know you're going to go cuckoo for the pipe and you know you're not prepared, you could lose everything. I can't gamble that. That's a risk for me, right? That's a big risk. I lose my sanity. I might bust you in the bust your head to the white meat, get in a relationship, and you, you messing up my money too. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. So, to keep myself safe, I'd rather mess with my business because with my business, I have control over it. Do y'all see my point? Sometimes some of us won't get into a relationship because we don't have control. And control is, I, I, I made a decision after my children's father I didn't have control over that relationship. It was totally out of control. It was totally... It was this. It was. It was. It was unhealthy. Let's just say that it was an unhealthy relationship. And when I lost control, and then when I was with Lloyd, and I thought we had, we were a team, 
and he went to jail and then it totally went left and it wasn't left like we stopped loving each other it was left that you're incarcerated and here I am again doing this solo dolo relationship thing you're over here and I'm over here and I can't do that again I can't do that again for no one right but I stuck it out because I loved him but I was getting burned see what I'm saying people uh, on too many of occasions we get burned on too many of occasions we don't listen to ourselves on too many occasions we tell ourselves that uh, it's okay to fail and it really isn't and I want to be in love and I want to be happy but I want to be right with me because it's not about him if you notice I, I didn't say well he was trifling and he if he would just get his life together because it it's a two-way street when it comes to getting your life together. You can't ask him to get his life together and yours is in shambles. Right? I, I And, you know, I want... I, and I admit that. I want somebody who is really ready to come in. I want... So, I've been re- rescuing relationships. Like, I rescued... Lloyd, I was rescuing him. And and, and with my children's father, I, I, I was the... I was the Shiro. In both of those relationships, and I want a hero. I do. I I I want a hero, and I know it sounds unrealistic, but that's what I want, and I think we all do. I want a teammate. I don't want everything to be all me. I don't want me to make sure that the relationship works and make sure that we're happy and make sure. Because if I'm doing all that, then I guess what? Guess what? I can do that by myself. I can be bad by myself. I can be lonely by myself. And I and I and I think if nothing else, this is what I want to tell the younger women and the older women. If you're going to be in a relationship and you're doing ninety nine point five percent of the work, then do it by yourself. Cause you can always <laughs> you can always do bad by yourself. You can always be broke by yourself. You can always be lonely by yourself. You can be angry by yourself. And as a matter of fact, if you're horny, you could prefer- let me just stop playing. But you can. If I'm going to do all of these things, then I'm going to do it by myself. You're not going to lay next to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm solo dolo. I'm just not. I'm just not going to do it. And the reason that I'm not going to do it is because I love myself more than I, than I love him. And you have to love yourself more than you love him. And people get mad. But it's the truth. Love yourself more than you love him. Love your life more by saying, I'm not going to keep bringing people in and they can't, and we unhappy. Two unhappy people make a miserable situation. Two unhappy people will make a miserable situation and I'm not staying with you because we're still together. Because of the, just for the sake of we're still together, for the sake of my children, because I did that and it didn't, I didn't get the prize. Too many of us are staying together and I'm not and I don't want to break anybody up and I don't want anybody to fall apart in their relationship. But too many people are staying together for the sake of we are still together. Too many are staying together because it looks good. And and, and it's you fronting. You fronting for the book, you fronting for the Instagram and, and Pinterest and, and Snappity Chat. I love Snappity Chat. But you you're all faking the funk for these 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 social media sites and 
and whatever it is and for your friends. But when you go home at night, y'all can't even stand to look at each other. And I don't want that. I don't want that in my relationship because I know how horrible that feels. That is a horrible feeling to be around someone and know that they do not love you like you love them. It is a horrible situation to love somebody who ain't loving on you. So guys, you know, I and and I know that for me that was so hard to be in a loveless relationship because and I don't think in the beginning and that's not the situation with love. We we love each other, but I'm not giving him what he needs. So it's not about him. And in some sense it is about him because he can't give me what I need right now. In this part of my life and in my relationship, he can't give me what I because and for some people it works. And I and I said that before. Any woman who rides or dies for her man, even though I I don't hundred percent agree with the, the 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 metaphor of it, if you riding and dying for him and that's what you do, you are the true soldier. You are the true MVP because Tamara can't do it. Tamara has too much on her plate and Tamara is overwhelmed. So she know that she's not that rider. She know that eventually it's going to depress her and, and, and I'm going to get mad and he going to say when I get out and now my mouth going to get flipped. You see what I'm saying, y'all? So I hope today, and I know that usually my shows are long, but I only do it once a week. So I feel like this 30 minutes or 25 to 30 minutes is important because we, we don't want to talk about it. Sometimes as broke and lonely and angry and horny as I am, when I say broke, I'm not talking about the physical. Well, I'm just talking about the things that I'm trying to repair. But back in the day, I would be like, you know what? I just don't want to feel this way. But then I was still feeling this way. If I'm going to feel blah, which is my broke, lonely, angry, and horny, I'm going to do it by myself. All right? And I'm going to find other things that fulfill me. I'm also going to fix my blah. And, and that's what I've been doing these past years. And really being in training season and saying, I'm just not going to accept the things that I accept anymore. And that's even on my business, which I will talk about that um, next week. Even in your business, because a lot of us accept things because we are afraid to lose a client. A lot of us tolerate things because we are afraid that the opportunity, bigger and better opportunities won't come. Sometimes you got to let some, I, I, someone told me this the other day. Sometimes you got to let some things go so you can get what you deserve. Sometimes you got to let the, let the things that, even though it seems uh, mediocre or it's, on, it's right there on their standard, that you got to let it go. Because if it's not fulfilling you, if it's not rewarding you financially, if it's not helping you grow in your business and in your personal life, let it go. Because I'm not staying with something that, and, and I'm, let me, let me rephrase that. Especially when it comes to business, work it and, and, and get laser focused and strategic and even in love. That's why I said that I got to fix me because there's some things that's loose in me. There's some fears in me and you can't go into a loving relationship or a loving marriage with fear. That fear is is a roadblock for me. I know that. If I had no fear in love, I would love so freely. I have fears and friendship, and I stated that on many of podcasts. 
That's why I'm, I'm apprehensive about people because I know my attitude. Tamara's not going to let you hurt her. Tamara's safe and I have to get out and you got to get out of it. I know I got to get out of this safe zone. So for anybody who can relate to what I'm saying and maybe in the safe zone, like no new friends, no new dude, uh, no, or even if, you know, whatever sexual preference and the person that you love, because I don't judge, but whomever you love, you're like, no, nope, I'm not messing, mm-mm, because I, <laughs> you ever say to somebody, I'll punch you in the face, and, and you'd be like, listen, I know me. And even if it's like I'll punch you in your face or it's going to stop me from loving completely. There's a lot of angry black women, green women, white women, purple women, whatever race and ethnicity you are, who have stopped loving because they kept allowing things to happen. And now they can't even look at a man. They're so angry and bitter. And I'm like, before I let some dude or anybody break me, I'll be by myself. And I knew that that was happening a little bit. And, I, and I'm going to tell you why. It was happening because I was so snappy with Lloyd. And I was so snappy. And then I was so angry with my family. Because when Blah sets in, when the reality of Blah, which is broke, lonely, angry, and horny, sets in, you 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 different. Because all those things are misery, right? Well, and, 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 and people, because people want to act like horny isn't, it is. Whether you're horny for sex, your career, whatever it is you're horny for, it hurts, right? And you, you, it, it'll reflect. So when I noticed that I was, I wasn't myself, I was like, I can't talk to this dude because he's going to say one more thing. And I was dealing with depression at the time. And, and my brother was sick, and I was like, we finally, I'm going to just stay, on, stay the course and talk to Lloyd every day. And he would get me mad, and it would be like, he would be like, you know what, but it's not that hard. He's going to be all right, and I know he was trying to help. I told somebody one day, I know he's trying to help, but he's not helping. Because you keep saying, if right now I don't want to hear when I get out. That's not helping me today. My issue is today. So... Guys, I've learned a lot, and I hope you learned a lot that, you know, number one, that you can't get into a loving relationship until you heal your heart and soul. Number two, it's okay to say, I need to step back to fix me. Number three, it's okay to tell him, and listen, it's not about you, because it really isn't. It's about me and my healing, and that we got to stop loving in fear. Um, Protect your heart. Don't protect it so much that you ask yourself out of love. And, I, and I'm and i saying it just the way I feel. Don't ask yourself out of love because a lot of us do it. A lot of us roadblock because we feel like we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not smart enough, and we ain't tolerate no ish. I know that's my issue. That is my issue. And the more that we work together because I say I tell my story to help you. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is Tamara Brown. I am an author, a brand, and visual strategist consultant. Thank you so much for listening. Again, follow me at Instagram, TamLovesToWrite39. Check out some of my beautiful uh, graphic design. I, at least I think it's beautiful. Follow me on Twitter at TamLovesToWrite.com, and as well as my Facebook page. Guys, let's stay connected. And also visit my website. I have blogs on there, www.TamLovesToWrite.com. You can also listen to past 
um podcast as well so guys happy monday make it happen baby make it happen talk to y'all later bye bye hey 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 world it's me tamara brown who am i i am an author and brand and visual strategist happy happy friday guys i want to say happy monday i don't know why i'm rushing to monday but i am and so today i wanted to talk a little bit about the lessons that i am learning and um Some of the things that, you know, was pointed out to me as a graphic designer, and I thought I wanted to to share it with you today, and I hope that this will help somebody who is a creative, who is a writer or author, and it it was an aha moment because so often we as creatives, as authors, as bloggers, as writers, as uh, graphic designers, as artists, we we devalue our work. Well, not all, but some of us. So I was sitting in a brand strategy um, class, and one of the things that the teacher said was, do you know your value? And I was listening around the room, and I think I told this story in another class that I was in, but it was the aha moment. And he says, so many of you devalue your work. So many of us think that we don't need to, that we don't need people to pay us to give us names. So your name is all over the place. Well, she does good work, man, go to her because she affordable and it's great to be affordable. It's great to help out um, your fellow man or woman. But when you're starving and you're eating ramen noodles and they're eating steak, it's, it's, it's a disparity because we 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 are so busy for the clout and not the cash. And I know that people don't want to talk about money, but it's real. It is the difference between whether you'll be broke. <laughs> you know, you can't have, you know, cash doesn't change lonely, angry, and horny. Well, it actually changes the horny and you can't pay people. <laughs> but all jokes aside, um, you have to know your worth. And, and, and that's real talk. People will love you when you're cheap. People will love you when you're affordable. Everybody will throw you a couple of bones, which I've heard on so many occasions. And and the reason I'm talking about this is because it's happened and has and continues to happen to me where you're excited about having the word client. I have a client and you're happy to see your work all over the place. Right, you're, you're, whether you're doing flyers or whether you're doing posters or logos, and they throw you a little change, right? And then you get that little change, and that little change is what it is. Because in the real world, things have gone up, right? And you take that change, you're just proud of that clients, but you're broke. You can't pay your lights. You can't pay your internet bill. You can't pay your gas. You can't pay your rent. Because you're you're settling for so less of what you deserve. And everything has a market value, including your work, including including your novels, including your books and the things that you do. And so many of us say, you know what, we I'm gonna just settle for less because right now, right now, some dollars are better than zero dollars. But when you know that you're zero, you're putting some hours and you're really because when you really one day 
I was telling somebody what I charge and he did some math. So I was in a brand strategy um, class and he said, tell me what you charge for a logo. And I said, normally $75, anywhere between $45 to $75. He said, turn on your computer. And I turned on my computer. He said, I want you to start. I'm going to give you a logo and I'm going to give you an idea. And I literally want you to do this logo for me. He said, but I want you to time it. I want you to time it and I want you to see how long it took you to do that logo. And then after you timed the hours you put into the logo, now I want you to send me that logo. And then I'm going to send it back to you because I'm going to tell you I want changes. And he says, I want you to divide 45 he said, I want you to divide $45 or $75 by eight hours, which I did. And I kid y'all not, I was so sick on what I made an hour. Because what we what we start to devalue is our time and what the potential client and the people that are, and they don't know it because it is what it is. We devalue ourselves and it hit me. Um, because I was like, I was looking, I, I'm, I'm struggling and it's not being funny. If you don't know your value, you can't blame the person that is your potential client because at $45 an hour divided by eight, you are only, you're only making, you're not even making $5 an hour. You're making $5 an hour. Minimum wage is $11.10. Actually, you make it five sixty-two. I'm sorry. If you do not value the worth of your time and your energy, people will begin to play you. I never understood why people charge what they charge. And he said, if nothing else, at least get minimum wage. Too many of us have settled for the lesser because we want to get our names out there. We want the title of... I am, I have clients, but if those, if you don't value yourself and you don't know the worth of your time and your energy, because at eight hours and at doing a logo at 45, who's really winning the person you designed the logo for, which is supposed to please your client. But at $5 and 62 cents, you're not even making minimum wage to design a logo. It said the same thing for authors who charge, you know, when I used to debate, you know, well, you know, readers need to have something affordable and that they should charge for 99 cent for their book. But you're not making money. You put in months and energy and, and editors and all of this stuff. And then you're not getting the return back from your product and your service. And it really was the aha moment because I looked at the... Um, story of Jay-Z getting the cheap grapes to make his Doucet and his um and his champagne. He got the cheapest grapes. But he's charging if you how much is a bottle of Doucet? He a billionaire now. And it came to the reality that for me, we gotta value our worth. And I'm not trying to be funny or nothing like that, but we really have to value what we 
put into our time and our energy. If you're going to school and you're putting all this energy into learning your craft, that costs. It costs more than you ever know. And here's the reality. It's if you're not if, if, look at where your clients are at and look at where you're at. And it's great to help people. I'm all for helping people. I'm all for supporting and 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 being the biggest cheerleader. But when you're only making doing a logo and somebody like here's a couple of bones, right? So a couple of bones is probably twenty, forty, fifty dollars. And then you divide it by the time you spent to handle their business or handle, you're not really winning. And it, it was the aha moment for me. The one changed the way I price. Um, not because I don't like people, but I have to survive and I have to live. And I'm sorry. Those people are thinking about their best interests. And so, and you know, and as I said before, you have to be good. You have to be better for you so you can be good for others because you can't, it can't be the opposite way around. You'll feel depleted. You'll act a while. You'll have some resentment. Because you're not getting the proper modernization and making the, the money that you deserve because you're settling. I do believe that a lot of times we settle and I've settled. So I'm speaking from clear experience where, you know, I'll take these couple of bones. I'll take these few dollars because this is what this is what I deserve. When I'm putting hours into your work and, and if you ask for changes you know, a graphic designer can go through a, do a logo, and that person may request twenty changes. And if you're a low, if you're a graphic designer, you're gonna appease them because that's your client. So after you put in twenty hours, and you and they they've charged you seventy five to, um, you charge them seventy five dollars, you're still not making the money you deserve. The average logo costs, and I mean, I did some math, and I mean. It started to open my eyes because I am in a classroom and I'm the only Afri I'm right now there's only three other African American people in the classes that I'm in. And and the reality is is that that was our conversation. That was our conversation that they they were making much more money than I was. Like they're charging six and seven hundred dollars for a website. I was charging $175. And I had a client that was driving me crazy who called me every minute on the minute, on the hour, on the hour to do her website, to put up a hundred pieces. And at the end of the day, I was the one that was devalued because I didn't make the money that I was worth. And I spent days on her website and that's my fault. So you can't blame your client. So let me just say that again. You can't blame the client or the people you're around because you devalue yourself. It's not their fault. At the end of the day, it they're business owners. They're looking at they looking at the fact that you gave them cheap labor. Thank you. Thank you. They looking at the fact that this is you know, it's just like going to China, you know, when Americans go over to China and they open up companies because the labor is cheaper. They're like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's nobody's fault but yours. And there's nobody's fault but mine when you devalue your worth and your time and your energy. If you're not living the way you deserve or it, it could be, be and somebody and he said, well, maybe it's because you're not charging your worth. 
Your time is your energy. And I'm telling you, when people deplete your time, they deplete your energy. Ask yourself, is your client still going and they're getting their hair and their nails and their toes done? Ask yourself when the last time you, as a graphic designer, as an artist, as a musician, you know, as a, a, a indie musician. I'm not talking Beyonce level. I'm talking or Sierra level. I'm talking about and it, and and being at the lower level. You indie. You just starting out and you doing all these shows and they throwing you a couple of bones. Who's really winning? Who's really winning? Because people will bless you with what they think you deserve. And if they're blessing you with low amounts, it's because that's what they think they deserve. Because sometimes we put out that energy. This is what I deserve. It has nothing to do with the client. It has nothing to do with anyone else. But if you're not valuing your work and putting the price to your time, and that was hard for me because I'm like, well, people are struggling. They said, well, then they shouldn't start a business. And I mean, these, I mean, literally ruthless like well it shouldn't start a business i mean one guy charges 500 or a thousand dollars for a logo i mean for brand strategy sessions they can go from two thousand to ten thousand dollars and i'm like well you know i'll just help you out for a hundred and then they'll be like well you know in addition to brand strategy can you um can you um also do my logo and can you and you know i'm gonna throw you a couple of extra bones you know how i do girl and then you you feel depleted. And at the end, you're not winning. And that's your fault. That was my fault. And I, and, I, and I said to someone yesterday, I'm more mad at me. I'm not mad at the client because I set a base price and they're just paying what I said. And when you know better, you do better. And it did change the tone of the things that I do. It did. It set the precedence. And it, it really set the precedence because, you know, in the process of that, you know, it was like, you know, we used Tamara and it was said in a way where a friend and again, guys, another thing, stop. I Well, how can I put this? Don't do business with friends because you'll find out some things that they said and you'll get mad and then it'll cause like I. It, that's the rule for me now. I will no longer do business with friends or I will not bring a friendship into business. Uh, meaning I will do business with friends, but I'm strictly business and I'm about my paper because that's where you really get burned. And it's, it's no, again, it's not your friend's fault, it's yours because you didn't set the precedence. And a lot of things that I have not done is set the tone of what I am worth. And that is the biggest mistake that we can make in this lifetime. You know, if nothing else, Beyonce and Jay-Z know their worth. Uh, Sierra knows her worth now. This and as much as I write my vision and I make it plain, I never I never use the word that I am worth more and I'm going to charge more because I deserve more. I'm not gonna work for free. I'm not gonna work long hours and then I'm on the bus and you're in a car. Too many graphic designers, too many artists, too many especially and I'm sorry, too many of us, especially African, well, for me, let me speak for me, but too many of us is on the struggle bus, taking care and doing stuff for other people, and we're not covering ourselves. 
we're not protecting our financial worth. We're not, we're, we're, we're struggling. And that's how businesses get burned out. Graphic designers burn out and they say, listen, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to a job. And that was a conversation that, you know, the general, he was like, you'll, you'll lose interest in the craft that you are great at because people are taking advantage of your talents. People are taking advantage of your skill set and they don't care. They don't care. And I had to realize that and open up my door, open up my eyes. That was like the aha moment to say, charge what you're worth. Stop settling for pennies and you on the struggle bus and your clients is going to still drive their car. I promise you. Your clients are going to profit from what your designs are. You're going to make them look great while you're looking half-ass. Because, see, it, it business is business. And I had to realize that when I was like, listen, I'm, I do all this amazing work, but I'm struggling. And we have to stop doing that to ourselves. We have to stop saying, listen, I'm sorry you can't pay, then I can't play. I can't create your work. I can't do this because I ha- that's happened to me on so many occasions. And I promise you they're still getting their hair done. I promise you that they're still looking good while you're struggling. And it's not their fault. You can't be mad at them. They 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 chose them first. And, and that brings me back to this. Guys, I, I, I was listening to Oprah and she said something. You have to take care of you first. Everybody will pull and tug at you. And believe me, they don't care if you burned out and you tired. They don't care if you don't have the things that you need. I promise you. I promise you that you ain't got to worry about them worrying about what you got and what you don't got. I promise you. They're not going to worry about that. They're not going to care. If you don't have your lights on. I mean, they'd be like, woo, 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 but girl, I paid you. They didn't pay you what you was worth because you didn't tell them what you were worth. And 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 when you're serving people, especially whether you're an artist, whether you're an author, even writing blogs, I modernized, I had to modernize on my blog. And that was the hardest thing because I was like, I want people to read my work. I just want recognition. I just want people to see my stuff. And eventually, they'll value it. But we're in a time and a day and an age where everything is oversaturated. And when I advertise on Facebook, if you have to advertise on Facebook and Instagram, and you have to put out ads, they want you to pay to play. And stop rubbing. And, and another thing is I think that we have to reposition where we are. If something is not working, and I and I thought this was, you know, my my graphic designer coach said to me, if it is not working, if in the city you're in it's not working, relocate for the betterment of you. And I've been saying that over and over again. It's it's not me. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Because it might not it just might not work. Maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's the higher power, whoever you believe in, saying this is this is not it. You're not gonna win in this area. This is it's time to go, and I and I and I and I, and I'm at that point. 
um, of saying, listen, I can't do this anymore. Because you set a tone. This is what I'm going to accept. No matter how great my work is. They're not going to pay you what you're worth because your work is great. I'm telling you they're not. You're not going to, I mean, once in a blue, somebody will be like, cool girl, you worth more. I used to have, I did some work for a lady two months ago. I did two flyers for her. And I was like, you know, this is my, and she was like, you really got to change your prices. And she's a business coach. She was like, you got to charge higher. And I, and you know, we had, a, I wound up having a conversation in a meeting with her. Um, and she said, because you're not going to win. And I asked her, how much do you charge for brand strategy? And she told me $2,000. Whether you have it or not, <laughs> that's not her problem. Her prices are not changing. And I have to get into that habit. And so for every author, every creative, every graphic designer, every visual designer, when they see you, what do they look at? Do they look at you as cheap labor? Right, because sometimes people will be like, Shh, I would, "You'll get a whole bunch of ten dollar a fiber." Is the prime example. Fiber is the prime example. If you go on fiber now, you notice there's no more five dollar logos, because everybody was they were tearing fiber up, and their artist was like, "I'm not doing this no more. I am doing too damn good of a work for five dollars." And again, it's just to get your name out there. So these people were doing $5 logos and they were like, listen, this is not fair. This is not fair at all. I'm tired of doing $5 logos and $5 this and $5 that. The concept is great, but we're not winning. And that's something that we have to realize is that we're in an age and time where it is a big difference of how you pay, how you play. If you know that you do damn good work, people are telling you you do good damn work, charge more for your work. I get it. You want to help the smaller man, and, and you should. And I know that I like helping people, but you can't help what you don't have. You can't help or give what you don't have. Too many of us burn ourselves, and I'm speaking from experience. You burn yourself out, and they, they still going on vacation. And you can't get mad at them. Right? Because it's not their fault. That's your fault. That's your fault for not putting out your work. That's your fault for saying, I deserve more. Because sometimes we just don't tell people what we work because we're afraid that we'll get zero dollars. And this is the reality. I would rather charge what I'm worth because I'm working hard. And that's another thing. You're working harder than you ever have. So you're working on, you got five $5 logos. You got to put eight hours into each logo, right? Eight hours into each logo. Who losing? You Now you're really not making any money. You put hours and days and times into a song and you produce the song and you produce some beats and you sell it to somebody for $200. Yeah, they're going to keep coming back to you. You are affordable. You know, another thing that I've learned is do not let your client set the price. You set the price. So many times, on, I can't tell you on many occasions that I've let clients set the price. And I'm not winning. That's Again, that's not their fault. I have not taken the, taken the business acronym. And that's why I went into training for business. 
um, dealing with graphic design because I was like, I'm not winning. Right? They're like, well, people, they give you clout. No, that Facebook post is nice. But I'd like my check or my cash app to ring. It's nicer. I could do nicer things. I could look cute. I can do all those things. And when you're 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 putting yourself in a position where you're not financially, you're devaluing yourself. Because in this world, you got to have money. It's nice to be nice. It's good to be good. But when you broke, everybody can tell it. When you don't have the things you need, everybody knows it. Honey, and they could give two flying fucks. They they have a conversation <laughs> about why you broke. Like, girl, she be letting people use her. Yep. And I was I'd be using her too. And 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 so that's why, you know, I felt like it was important for me to do this podcast because too many of us devalue our worth. We take our time. We don't value our time and our talents. And our talents are what make people look good. Our talents and our, our expertise is what make people grow. And and if they don't appreciate you, then, then no, I don't need you. I don't need you. Real talk. I will say that in a heartbeat. I don't want your client. I don't want your work. Because I'd rather lose a job. I'd rather lose a client than, than to devalue myself again. And and it was an awful feeling because he was like, when he was telling, I was, for websites, it was just ridiculous. I put in three days, I think three days of work. And he said, you charged a what? Do, do you think your time is that? I mean, it was embarrassing, but it was the aha moment. And it happened before. And I keep saying that too. Myself, well, they need me. No, they don't. They need you. They need you to be afford. They like you affordable. They like you broke. Believe me, it's not on purpose. They like it like that. They, I'm going to her because I know she gonna give me that fire work, that fire graphic design. She's gonna give me that fire, um, blog and and everything. And I'm just gonna give her pennies on the dollar. And she's, I don't care if she don't have. That's not my problem. Because in business, it's ruthless. And as my friend D'Artini said, it's not a loving affair. Um, it's not. And once they realize you devalued yourself, and even if it's, uncon- it's, it's subconsciously or however it is, they're going to say, Tamara? I'm going to Tamara because I know I'm going to get some firebomb logos, whatever, and I'm only going to have to pay her pennies on the dollar. And it's because she doesn't know her worth yet. She doesn't know her worth. She doesn't know her value. And that's shame on her. And even though it's shame on her, guess what? I'm still winning. Because I got the product. And businesses go out because we're trying to save and be affordable and be good to people. And I think you should be affordable. I don't think you should charge um to to break a person but I also think that you should charge to eat to make sure that at least you feel satisfied because I'm in a creative business and in the creative business it's it's guaranteed that I might not win it's guaranteed that I'm competing against hundreds and thousands of graphic designers um hundreds of thousands of authors and 
you start to feel a wave and a crash of it. You start to feel the fact that if I do a graph, if I do a, a website for one hundred and seventy-five dollars, and I put and I divide it by seventy-two hours, divided by seventy-two hours of work that I put in. I'm just gonna say seventy-two. Wait, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to do the math here. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math. Um, divided by seventy-two hours. Um. I make $2.43 an hour. That's what I'm making. If I design a website for $175, I make $2.43 because I put 72 hours of time into it. And we think that we're helping people, and we are, but we're disservicing ourselves. And so I just want to thank you so much. And I know it seems like a long rant, but if we don't know the value of our work as a creative as an author, as a blogger, you know, that's why bloggers are modernized enough for this. They were advertising for products and services. And they was like, you know what? I'm going to need a check. I'm going to need you to pay me to write. And and that really is where I'm at. Like when I do blogs, I modernize every one of my blogs because whether I get five cents or 10 cents, I don't care. But I've modernized my blog where if you want to advertise on my website, you're going to pay. This is a business. And, and, being creative cost. When I get Adobe, <laughs> just to pay for Creative Cloud, that costs. To pay for my website, that costs. To get the, the special brushes and all of that cost. And and I, but I kid you not, it costs to I, to do the work that I do to get the trainer. It costs. And so when I had came to the realization that I was disservicing myself. I was also teaching other authors and I was teaching my children and my family that your value doesn't matter. And it does because people don't care as long as they get what they get for free. Right. And sometimes you're going to change some people. You're going to see some people get real ugly real fast when you say, this is my new price. If you can't, well, oh, you getting brand new. You got that going right. I'm getting brand new because I got tired. I'm struggling. You, you're right. And it's okay to get brand new. And I'm going to say it the way it is. I'm going to get brand new because I am tired of being on the bus. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of the struggle bus. The struggle bus, when I get on it, I'm, a, I'm around a whole bunch of broke people and I'm, I'm struggling and I'm watching people driving their bins and I'm watching people driving, getting their hair done and their nails and getting everything done that they want to get. I'm on a struggle bus and it's real. And I'm tired of being devalued. And I'm tired of people saying, well, I'm just going to go to her because I know she's affordable. It's not fair to that person. It's not fair. And it's, it's not fair to those graphics. And we're not being fair to ourselves. We're not mad at our clients. Because, again, if you quoted a price, they're going to they're gonna believe me. They're going to pay it with joy. And they might not give you a tip. you got to start valuing your, your, your work. They don't care. Because they'll hurt your feelings. And they'll talk about you, too. So, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Um. This was important because I, I, I just feel like on so many of occasions, 
we devalue ourselves. We, we, we scrunch ourselves down and we accept things that we don't have to accept. And we are damn good at what we do. We are damn good at our talents. And I just made a decision. There's no more settling for less. I don't care who doesn't like it. Because I'm just tired of being at the bottom. And when you want to rise, you got to, sometimes you're going to have to rise them prices. Everybody don't like when the prices go up, but the prices need to go up because I can't live in the same place. I'm struggling. I haven't, I don't have employees. I have me, but I like to do some things for myself and I, I will no longer devalue myself because I know for a fact that when I give you work, I give you the best of me and I give the best of my work. So no, I can't settle for less. I will not settle for less. So guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to me today. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, brand, and visual strategist. Um, let me design your work and let me help you build your brand. So guys, I want to thank you so much again. One, be kind to each other. One, support a local business. Pay them for what they're worth. Please stop trying to haggle them. Please stop trying to talk them now from their prices. They have kids to feed they have themselves to feed they have bills to pay and pay people for what they're worth if it's a $20 shirt pay the $20 period I promise you you're helping that local business by paying them what they're worth you're helping that local artist that graphic designer that producer that that radio host that podcaster pay them what they're worth so guys again thank you and have a wonderful day bye-bye